Welcome to our first very special episode of the Boulevard Brewcast. Every now and then, we have an opportunity to sit down with our friends or partners that we've made along the way. On this episode, I had a chance to catch up with our friends Travis and Julie Collins, owners of Shine Beer Sanctuary located in Bozeman, Montana. Travis and Julie came to Kansas City for a few days, and I consider myself fortunate that they took time away from their weekend getaway to chat with me about how they started the most amazing beer bar in Bozeman, Montana. Uh, so tomorrow is kind of big. So tomorrow, the Kansas City Cheers. Chiefs are going head to head. It's almost like Super Bowl 2.0, 2.0 right? Yeah. 2.0. Yeah. Uh, K- the Kansas City Chiefs are playing the Philadelphia, mm-hmm. how do they say it in Philly? Eagles. Eagles. Go Birds, I Go guess. Birds. Yeah, they say Go Birds. Go I saw turkeys. this thing um, uh, the other day. It was like a, there's a radio station in Philly that's can't, that's not playing any Taylor Swift this I weekend. Saw that. Yeah, and, the, and then the first comment to the post was like, the gang cancels Taylor Swift. And I love that <laughs> so much. Uh, but we are happy that the Chiefs are playing the Eagles tomorrow because uh, our good friends from Bozeman, Montana are in town. We have Travis and Julie from uh, Shine Beer Sanctuary. They are in town to watch the game. Yeah. And uh, we get to ha- we got to have some beers in the beer hall. And they were gracious enough to come over to the podcast, as it were, have a couple of beers with us. So welcome. Thank, Thank you, you for being here. Yeah, We met for the first time. Probably about two years ago, I think. A year to the date. A year to the date. Time has no meaning. It doesn't mean anymore. Yeah, a year to the date. You guys came to Kansas City with our regional market manager, Zach Schmitz. Uh, Big shout out to Zach. Yep. And then uh, took a tour of the brewery and we kind of had some beers and we went out to dinner with Bobby to Jack Stack. And a quirk launch. And the, the quirk launch. That's right. At the high dive. Oh, yeah. you so you have yeah. been to the high dive. Oh, yeah. good. Okay, great. Yeah. Uh, we're going to have, I see some meatloaf in my future tonight. <laughs> And then uh, shortly after that, I had an opportunity to come out to yeah. to Montana for the Georgia's trade show. Yep. And my flights were, every single flight was delayed. Uh, so United, if you're listening, step up your game, son. <laughs> um, every flight was delayed. Yeah. And uh, in Denver, I, I knew two people in Bozeman. I had your number and I had Jason's number. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I just need some food when I get there. <laughs> so I texted Travis and I was like, Hey, I'm getting in at like 930. Can you give me any idea of some somewhere I could go eat? And he was like, nothing is open after nine. It's like, you're SOL, but I will pick you up to the airport. I'll bring you some burritos and get you some beer and then drop you off for your hotel. And it was <laughs> the kindest thing anyone has ever done in my <laughs> life. And it was that stepbrothers moment. I'm like, and Denver airport. I'm like, yeah. did we just become best friends? Yeah, we did. We did. <laughs> it was great. I did and the th- same for Bobby like two months later. Oh my God. Yeah. 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 That's great. Yeah. So uh, these are the types of people. That's the kind of people that we're talking to. So I'm so happy that you're here. Shine Beer Sanctuary in, in Bozeman. I was blown away. Just like the, the reverence that you have for beer and then the community that were there, yeah. like the event that we did, the people were there for the beer. They were there for the people. Um, there was a lot of great conversation that night. I had a full on conversation with your brother thinking it was you and he had the <laughs> twin, yeah. twin. Yeah. I had a great time. So for, uh, for the people listening, can you give us a, tell us, uh, Julie and Travis, tell us about how shine came to be. I spent a lot of years in restaurants, a lot of years in restaurants, got out of restaurants, got into the tech world, made more money than God, but super unhappy. And we went to this amazing wedding of our friends in Santa Barbara. And on the day of the wedding, there was three couples and somebody wanted to watch soccer. Somebody wanted wine. I, of course, wanted to tour a bunch of breweries. <laughs> Didn't have time to tour a bunch sure. of breweries. Yeah. And the bride, Jessica, said, you should go to this place called Llama Dog. And we walked into Llama Dog and they had 16 beers on tap. Their bottle shop was the size of a small closet. Yeah. And 
everybody was just so happy. Like the, the lady that wanted wine had wine. We were watching soccer. They had a little bit of food. And we got on the plane the next morning and Julie looked at me and she goes, we should do that in Bozeman. Yeah. And I said, what? Like another <laughs> restaurant? In Montana, the liquor laws are really, 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 I think they say this is second worst in the nation. It took us four and a half years. Yeah. I mean, it was a while too, because those, that particular license where you can have on premise and, uh, and then sell like the bottle shop sure. and do package the growlers package. Yeah is um, a particular license and there's 13 of them in the county. Wow. And so Travis would honestly, I would find out who owned those licenses and he would cold call those people and How's to business? see. <laughs> so to walk me through a cold call, what were you, what were you saying to these people? Hey, a uh, big fan of yours. How's biz? Um, just to let you know, there are 13 of these licenses and I have a business plan that needs one of them. I don't know if you're retiring, if you're, you know, and, some of these businesses Some of them, they were, were older. Yeah. yeah. They were older businesses. And it just, it, it was the largest, I mean, we have three daughters. We've been, you know, we've been married over 20 years and it was the largest roller coaster we've ever been on because yeah. in Montana, you have to have the money, the location or the address and the license literally all within the same week. So if wow. you don't, if you don't, yeah. if you miss on one of those, somebody's going to, if you don't have the license, nobody's going to rent you the space. If you don't sure. have the space, you can't get the license. You don't have the money. You don't get any of it. Right. And it was. It was brutal. Which it came was, first, the license or the space? I mean, I know, given we, a week, you said like a week, did you already have that space? Which no, is beautiful, by the way. No. Thank you. Yeah. We got, um, we, we found a, a, we found a license. There was a restaurant going out of business. It was the license we needed. It was an older couple. They were like, oh my gosh, we want to sell it to and somebody beer like. beer nerds. They love beer. Remember, they were big in the craft. Yeah. Beer. We want to sell it to somebody like you, you know, all the things. They wanted to sell the license instantly and we had no oh, you had location. No space. Yeah. And we, I mean, I've told the story many times to our staff, but Travis and I walked out of that restaurant that was going out of business and honestly cried in the parking lot yeah. because we're like, we lost another license or we lost the only chance that we thought we had. Sure. And the funny part is, is Travis probably eight months before that had called this woman that had taken one of her licenses, put it into non-use, it's called. And they didn't know if they wanted to sell the license, but then um, they, they were sitting on it, basically. So right. we stood in the parking lot and I was like, you should call Ashley. You should see if she wants to sell that license. You stood in the parking lot and called her and she's like, oh my gosh, we were just talking about you guys. We want to sell this license. And you guys were the first people that we ever talked to about it. And yeah, it was crazy. But no then we're kidding. like, oh my God. We don't have a location. So how long did it take you to find that spot? Well, it's again, it's just like one of those things. Like we met, uh, we didn't know Pete and Pete had been in Bozeman forever. He's owned five, six, seven different restaurants and we never knew him, which is really Mm -hmm. odd. But they said, one of our friends said, oh, I think, I think the garage, which is the business that was where Shine is, was like a burger joint. I think it's going out of business. And so Travis got connected with Pete and Pete was like, well, yeah, I don't really want to do it anymore, but man, I'd love to partner with you guys. This sounds really cool. And so it's just like this weird. So Pete ended up buying the license because Travis and I couldn't come into the business. He ended up buying the license, not even really knowing Travis and I, which is amazing until we could come into the business to like sell, you have to like sell the 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 beer and wine license. It was very complicated. So. It just, it's just one of those things. We could probably never repeat it. 
You know, I, th- I think the big thing is like every time we thought it wasn't going to work, a door opened. Oh, yeah. Just yeah. a crack. Yeah. And you push that. Just crack enough where you put your foot in. Yeah. yeah. And you peek around the corner. You're like, OK, this isn't going to work. And another door opens. And I mean, before you know it, I mean, we were remodeling the building and we were moving yeah. forward. And like it was just all hands on deck. So all. what year would this have been? We opened. We we opened in October of 2019. Wow. October and then, 6th. And then, and then February, March of 2020, the greatest yeah. thing ever happened. Uh, I mean, yes. I, what a great time the for you guys. Out, yeah. It was, yeah. It was but, brutal. but on some level, who knew that burritos, because we also have a little burrito <laughs> shop attached to it called Lapa, who knew that burritos and beer to go during COVID would win? Yeah. Right. Like we had friends that owned restaurants that like served $40 trout dinners. Whoops. What can you do? Yeah. No. Yeah. yeah. We Shut and up. our governor allowed us to uh, deliver alcohol. Yeah. So, you know, the husband and wife and the husband that's been playing Call of Duty for 12 hours straight, you would drop six burritos and five cases of beer off <laughs> once a week. And we we gained a lot of awesome followers because sure. we, the, what we learned, though, is that in business, you have to adopt. Yeah. And uh, like adopt a new way of doing things if you need to. And we we did it and we never had to lay off anybody. We no. we kept it open through the plexiglass and the masks and all those things. And we have an amazing staff that. Oh, you, know, you do. We have yeah. five staff, five to 10 staff members that are still with us from opening day that just get under, understand a hospitality. Sure. And that's really what, I mean, shine, we've got amazing beer and some really good burritos, but hospitality <laughs> is like, how do you make somebody smile? It makes a difference. Yeah. I will say like, that was my first time to Bozeman and, and walking through that town. I was like, yeah, this is what I expect. Like walking through down, like downtown, the downtown corner. I was like, yeah. this is kind of what I expected. I mean, yeah. it's a little bit wild west. It's very yeah. Montana, mm-hmm. uh, you know, kind with of with the Lambo that comes through every now and then. Right. Yeah. yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. You know, it was like quiet and charming and quaint. And, and then I, like, I walk up to the corner that you're on and I turn and I like walk in and then it's like, I could be in the, the the best craft beer in any city in the world. The crowd was, I mean, it was full, like yeah. even outside. Yeah. I, I mean, it was cold as hell that day, but there were still people like just chilling outside and walk in. And like, I feel like every one of your tables was full. Like, and it was like, the conversation was lively. Standing in your bar did not feel like I was in like a really quaint, charming, like Western town. No. Yeah. I felt like I was in a major metropolitan area that had a really good, like craft beer experience. Yeah. I mean, on some weird level, that's why Boulevard's there, right? Like we pride ourselves on pulling beer from all over the world. We travel for beers. One of our stickers or what, what a rough life. What a rough life. What a rough life. I'm sitting here with you and my <laughs> lovely wife. Like, but th- th- I think the interesting thing is like the thing that COVID did give us is a lot of people moved to Bozeman from all over the world. Yeah. Right. And so we had the opportunity to bring in amazing imports or Boulevard crazy stouts and like, and had the, had the community that would support that. Right. Yep. And we have sours from Miami, like in Montana, like nobody would know. Sure. And so we, we were lucky enough to find our niche and then found our community to support that niche for sure. And I, I, I don't know about the rest of the state, but I, I am familiar with, with Georgia's uh, you have a pretty people. solid wholesaler there. Yeah. And that's, a, I think the, the people that I, you know, my experience with them, like with Brooks and Jace, like that's not something you get, um, I don't know, like focus or commitment or just like obsession. um, Yeah. Like just in business in general, you know, I think the beer world has that. They have these people who are like, Mm -hmm. I'm passionate about this product. I'm passionate about the people that I'm selling to. And I'm passionate about my market. And those three things really show through there. Like I was really impressed. I think with George is a cool thing is like Steve Ryman and, you know, Jason Combs. I've known those guys for 20 plus years. They saw our business plan for shine. Those were the two people that saw it very first time. They said, do it, go for it, go for it. 
And I think where we have found our success is with the distributors that are passionate about the product. It's all juice. It all sells. All beer right. sells, right? But some people that are just giddy about this one thing and like, what have yeah. you tasted this? And like, it goes in this class. And like, if, if they get me excited and then I get my staff excited, the next 30 people through the door get crazy excited. Totally. And now that's how you build that community. And then before you know it, you're busy on a Tuesday night in February because you have a community looking for that amazing beer. Yeah. You know, we're part of the problem too, because we call it the disco ball, right? We change out every two cakes. So, we're, I mean, I think we're on our, if I look, I think I looked a week ago, we were on our It's 800th. a lot. I have to scroll to the bottom to do the beer boards. <laughs> yeah. like, but I think, mm, I think mm, we're on our mm. 800th beer or something around there for the, for the year. But like, so we're part of the, the problem where people want the new and the crazy, but like breweries like you guys do the new and the crazy, right? Like it's yeah. not that you do one beer a year and we're good. Right. You guys are constantly coming out with new stuff. So like we support that, but then we have the community that can support that. Totally. So we, our, our business thrives on the, the credibility as well as the creativity of those breweries. And we found a great partner with Boulevard, quite frankly. I mean, that's why we're here. Like, that's why, you know, you and Bobby and Zach and like, we couldn't do it without people like you, honestly. I, don't I mean, we, we, could, yeah. we wouldn't exist without but people like you. Is that neat when it happens yeah, it like really that? Is. Like yeah. that's what, that's when it clicks, that's, man, that's what you're looking for in business, whether you're selling doors or beer, like that's what it's worth. Yeah. Did I tell you, so when I, when I came out for that Georgia's trade show and then our event at Shine, um, I was stranded in Denver because of United. Again, I'm not afraid of name dropping. <laughs> Drop um, a dime United. Give uh, us yeah. Uh, but I was at one of the bars there and I was sitting there and I, I'm, I'm a decked out in Boulevard gear. And the guy, uh, when I sit down next to him, he's like, oh, you, do you know, you, do you work for Boulevard? And I was like, I do. He goes, God, you guys had a beer. It was my favorite beer I've ever had. It was really great, whatever. And I was like, oh, what was it? He's like, it's vintage stock. And I'm like, man, that's wild. That's a, like, that was a beer we did, you know, like in 2019. That's crazy that, you know, you have, you still remember that beer. I'm um, like, that's awesome. It's like, I haven't had it in ages. And he was like, oh man, you should think about bringing it back. And I tried to talk to him about like, we got into the weeds about like barrel aging, like a, a beer like that. And then he paid for his tab and then left. And then I'm, I just ordered food and a guy sat down next to me and he ordered a beer and I was like, oh yeah, I've heard that's a good beer. And I remember what he got, but he was like, oh, do you, do you work for brewery? And I was like, yeah, I work for, um, for Boulevard. And he goes, oh man, Boulevard made this beer that I tried one time. It was so good. It was called vintage stock. And I'm looking around. I'm like, am I on candy camera right now? I was like, cause I haven't thought about this beer in like a year and a half, two years. And then when we, when I got there and then at the trade show, uh, Jason was like, I I'm so excited for this event at shine tonight. You will not believe I've been, we've been holding on to this, this keg of uh, vintage stock. And I'm like, he's holding on to a keg of vintage stock. And then when I got to, to shine, you were like, Oh man, look what we have on tech. I was like, I really thought I was in this bizarre universe, but it was like, it was meant to be like the whole trip up there. We were talking about Boulevard beer and then people were talking about their favorite beers that they haven't had and that they can't get, you know, that they would not get anywhere else. You know, yeah. they couldn't get it. Like no. they could not get yeah. vintage stock anywhere else in the world. I'm imagining that beer is my secret it. power because I think we got, I think we bought like 10 K. You bought so many, kegs. so many cakes <laughs> yeah. because it was available. And I was like, done, I'm swiping. Sure. And I took it all. And it is because we got so many, it's just now it's one of my permanent handles. I think we're almost out. I think yeah, I'm almost, you gotta be I think, in, we have, I think we're on our last keg, but there are so many people that come in and go that one beer starts with a B, which totally throws me off. Right, it's yeah. like Boulevard, like, yeah, yeah. Boulevard, Boulevard. Like, yeah. but it's like, it's a different <laughs> color. I'm like, and I just give them a taste. I'm like, that's it, please. Like, yeah, it's one of my favorite beers. Like, Oh, it's so good. it was just it's such so a magical moment. Yeah. Like I just had two random people from different yeah. parts of the country. They were like, yeah, Boulevard, I know you. I had this beer called Vintage Stock. I'm like, wow, I don't know. 
two years ago. And then like, you'll never have it again. I'm so sorry. And he was like, do you know anybody selling it? I was like, I wish I could tell you. And the like 12 hours later, I'm at a bar that has it on tap. That's amazing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah, in, I, in the bottle shop, we still have a and couple have bottles. Some of bottles. Yeah. 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 What's happening to Sean? What do you guys got cooking the next few months? So really like it's ski season's about to pop, right? Like, Oh yeah. Um, Bozeman. So we're sort of the, the gateway of not only Yellowstone national park in the summer, but uh, Big Sky and Bridger Bowl and Moonlight uh, in the winter. And so we've got, we're about a week away from opening. I yep. think we need a little more snow, quite honestly, but um, it gives us that next opportunity of people from literally all over the world show up. Yep. I don't know. We're like, you've got guys speaking German looking for imports. <laughs> like, it's crazy. Yeah, you're like, I got you, bro. I got you, bro. Yeah. Which yeah. one do you want? You know, <laughs> um, so it's like, we're getting, we always call it shoulder seasons. October and early November is a bit of a shoulder season. And then we pop into this like, Amazing world where I think the town of Bozeman sort of comes alive when the snow starts to fall too. Right. It brings out the puppies. We usually have fires going <laughs> on the front um, patio. And it, it's, I think personally the best time to be in Bozeman, like the locals love it. The people that aren't locals love it. And it just like everybody's skiing and having fun. So we've got about four months of that coming up. Yeah. A little bit of Christmas season. Yeah. Yeah. I do some holiday markets. Yeah. I like to pick some local vendors and this year we're going to do two. Cool. So that's definitely a little more work for me have yeah. moving stuff around to shine. but it's fun I, li- yeah. I like to do it it's so. like we yeah. don't have tvs we have one tv and i don't think we love it maybe Ooh. turned on once yeah yeah i mean they use it upstairs for we did it for events. a snowboarding video or yeah. something from a, one of our one of our uh, employees had a ski film he yeah. was in but like our, our whole idea is like especially this this is the best time for me because in all the restaurants i've ever been in like you look out the window and the snow's falling and there's people that haven't seen each other in maybe 10 yeah. years coming back for christmas you know, somebody shows up with a baby, like it just, I mean, I get chills. Like it's, that's why we're in this business. Yeah, It's that hospitality, that moment for people to share a beer that they love, or maybe have never had. And they're just hanging out and having fun. And before you know it, it's 10 o'clock and they go home. And like, to me, there's these very special moments that we get to see it shine that sure. have that. And this is the season for it. It's fun for us for sure. Nice. Yeah. So I'm, I'm going to put you a little bit on the spot here and I'm going to give you some time. So if I need to edit out the ums and the ahs and the pauses, <laughs> Do you have a favorite? Oh, actually, let's talk about this. So you opened in 2019 is what you said. Yeah. And then Boulevard, uh, you told an amazing story about the first order was one of the biggest orders that you had. It was really And that big. was in what year? It was 2021? 2021. Yeah. So, I think that's when we launched in the state there, right? That was, yeah. 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 That was yeah. Like, we were the launch in yeah, the state of Montana. Yeah, you were the launch yeah. in the state of Montana. And yeah. Real quick, my back history is I grew up in Boulder, Colorado, and we'd go back down for Thanksgiving and Christmases, and I would bootleg single and double wide by the back of a truckload. Like I'd have friends putting in orders like you want five cakes you, or five cases, you want three cases. And so I'd bring, it was literally my favorite beer in the world. Yeah. And so Boulevard was coming. And so we had, we bought so much Boulevard that George's the distributor had to put extra people on the truck that day. <laughs> they brought four, five people in to unload. And we have this picture of this beautiful, literally wall of everything Boulevard. And Julia has a picture we always put on the Instagram, but like, it was, it was this moment for me, full circle, right? Like yeah. I'm going to open a bar. I'm going to open a beer bar, blah, 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 blah. And before you know, like the beer that you helped define why you liked beer. Right. Now you had $7,000 of it <laughs> sitting there waiting and it took so many people. Like it was just, yeah. it was a beautiful moment for us to like in small business, you find these markers of success or why you're doing it good or bad. And that was one of the moments of like, you know, flash from that, then coming to see you guys a year ago, but like, that moment, we're like, wow, we have 
Boulevard here. Like it's on tap too. Like well, Tank Seven is one of your favorite beers. So for oh, t- yeah, oh, like well, okay. Well, see, <laughs> Julie just took the wind out of my yeah. sails here because my question was going to be: Do you have a favorite Boulevard beer? Uh, double wide, double wide, hands down. Okay. That, that got Do you have me. a favorite beer that we still make? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, there's nothing that beats a Tank Seven in that glass. Like when we have it on tap and I'm closing the bar and everybody's gone and the music's still pumping and I get to pick yeah. the music. It's one of my favorite things in the world. Like you know, poor Tank 7. I go into the office and play on the computer, but like I can hear like the music. So that you're I a love. music guy. Let's, yeah. let's, let's, let's play a fun. We're going to do a fun little game here. All right. So your favorite Boulevard beer, let's just say it's, if you Tank 7, it sounds like. Done, yeah. So we do a lot of like, you know, beer and food pairings. Like we do, I God, if I could tell you the number of beer dinners that we produce and put together a year, yeah. it's one of my favorite things to do. But recently we've been talking about like pairing beer and like either bands or songs. Yeah. So okay. if you had to pair Tank 7 with a band or a song, what would it be? Tank 7, Billy Strings, Love and Regret. Boom. Done. Done. Wow. That's what I go to. Yeah, I'm telling you, when I close the, wings, when I close the, the bar, I yeah. pour the Tank 7, I go to Sonos, put on Love and Regret and blow the speakers out and just let it roll. Like it's, you got to find those happy moments in life. Sure. Man. Like that's yeah. fine. Yeah. That's easy. That's All easy. Right. Yeah. Julie, do you have a favorite Boulevard beer? Well, Love Child number nine holds a very special place in my heart. It's going to be really disappointed if it was anything <laughs> else aside from that. Yeah. Um, love Child number nine. Uh, also, Love and Regret. It plays. No. Yeah. But yeah. It, I mean, yeah. I right, I'm going to give you as much time as you need to think about it. But pair, what what song or album would you pair Love Child number nine with? I don't know. Probably something from Prince. Anything Prince. Honestly, <laughs> that is high praise. Yeah. The, the Minnesota rocks are <laughs> Minneapolis rock. Yeah. I love it. That's love child lo- right. number nine with some prints. Yeah. When doves yeah. cry. Right. Yeah. I mean, some, yeah who knows? I'm uh, thirsty right now. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, well, thank you both so much for a, your presence. I'm so happy you're here. So happy to see both of you. Um, thank you for um, giving over a couple of minutes of your, I know you're on vacation, right? Yeah. You're so excited. I mean, yep. I'm excited you're here. Hopefully yeah, you're excited juice. you're in Kansas city. Go Chiefs. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like a big game tomorrow. So I know, we're um, if you see Taylor Swift, tell her we also try. We will. Um, I, we will. I have strict instructions from my girls. I'm to, sure you do. To, yeah. Yes. Talk to her. <laughs> do they, are they old enough to know about Photoshop? Because we could probably make some really cool <laughs> things happen. <laughs> oh, some they friends. totally believe okay. it. They okay. totally yeah. believe it. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. I'm just going to end one thing. I think Please. it's so important in this industry for the relationships. Yeah. I think it's so like all beer sells, but good people sell good beer. And I just say it, it brings such a smile to Julie and I's face that we get to be in business with people that do good business, right? Like we, like we have 30 tap handles. We have Duval and Shoof on tap, which never changes, but like we get to pick what we put on tap, right? It's our, it's our decision. We don't, we're not forced by anybody to put it on and we get to pick the people that we put on that we get to represent that we tell the stories behind every beer. The name shine comes from shining a light on good breweries and the brewers that wake up and go, should we put cucumber in that sour? (laughs) And they're weirdos. And like, nobody talks about those people, but nobody talks about the relationships that this business has. Right. But I think it's so hard that you like everything from the distributor to the brewery, like, oh, just sell, go sell beer. Those relationships count so much. And from a retailer standpoint, we choose those people that we have the relationships with. And it's not about a sweatshirt. It's not about a sticker. So it's a smile and the support and the pat on the back and go, hey, man, how's business? Like that goes, that's what has created Shine. Over four and a half years, we would not be in existence for without George's distributing and brewers like Boulevard. And it just means the world for us that you guys do what you do. So like, I I know there's guys that package beer for a living that don't understand how important that is. 
man, that job is amazing to us. Like it gets all the way down to the guy that's going to crack that bottle at a Christmas party yep. two weeks from now. Yep. I don't know. Like a lot of people don't see those pieces. Totally. And like, yeah. I think it's so important to realize that so many hands we've done two collabs, three collabs in the last year mm-hmm. with breweries and our staff are seeing that like, there's so many hands on that bottle, that yeah. brew, that yeast package, like whatever those people, it takes so many people to put that juice in that bottle. And just like, thank you. Because if it wasn't for Boulevard, we wouldn't be who we are. And it, it just warms my heart. I really oh, well, do. I appreciate it. Very yeah. kind of you to say. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. I love oh, it. Right back at you. <laughs> well, cheers, guys. Cheers. Again, let's cheers. Clink, clink. clink. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Thanks again to Travis and Julie for taking the time to tell their story. And if you find yourself passing through Bozeman, be sure to stop by and have a beer and a burrito and tell them Adam says hello. Thanks for listening. Be sure to follow Boulevard on Instagram and Facebook to stay up to date with the latest and greatest from Boulevard Brewing Company. Cheers.